Welcome back to the Mammy Show. Today, this is your host, Rohit. Uh, today, we have Jason, Jason Scott, who is the serial entrepreneur and an award-winning event professional. Jason is also a best-selling author and been a successful podcaster from the last many years now. And we would like, just like to welcome Jason in. So thanks, Jason, for getting to show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, awesome. You know, like, so we just heard a little while of you from last many days. So I just having a bunch of questions to us to teach the audience and so on. So would you like to tell me something about yourself, like a little background of yours, how you started, when you started and how everything is going so far? Um, sure. So uh, I'm not sure which in which niche you're referring. When did I start business? I was five years old. I sold tickets to a circus. Uh, and then I built a circus to perform after getting the money for selling the ticket, which is pretty much how I still run businesses today. First, I get the idea, then I sell the idea, then I build the idea. Um, as far as podcasting, 2015, I launched the Guestless Podcast. Um, I was very new to it. I had studied radio broadcasting, and I'd studied production, and I'd studied to be a producer. Um, but I was new to podcasting. I had no idea what I was doing. Uh, mm -hmm. I was launching a company at the time. You can still find it on Spotify. And by the end of season one, I had failed the company, my first massive failure in, a, in any business endeavor. It was quite scary. And I, uh, spoiler alert, closed the business down. But I loved podcasting. I got 60 messages on LinkedIn and I never got so many messages in my life on LinkedIn. And I was like, what's going on? And they were all about the podcast. So I thought, okay, I'm going to get a, a really good teacher. Um, I went and did this John Lee Dumas course. And uh, John runs an amazing podcast called EO Fire. And I learned everything I could about podcasting. I read every book, every magazine. I listened to every podcast. I pretty much just spent three months studying and learning and then relaunched season two of the Guestless Podcast. I ran a business around it. I won one of the top 100 businesses in the UK. Got to go to number 10 Downing Street, which is kind of like the White House, but in the UK and harder to get into. And then um, started a software company, sold a software company, and I've been helping people use podcasts for their business uh, for the last three years, which is kind of crazy, but purely as a charity, purely just to help people out. Got it. So podcast is the number one strategy you have been having for running a business and to do the market for the same. Absolutely. So I've never paid for an ad. I've never paid for marketing. All my marketing uh, comes from podcasts. I use it for Trojan horsing. I use it for content creation. I use it to get in front of people. I use it for long form content. I use it to get people to know, like, and trust me, which are the three factors needed to buy from someone. And I use it to repurpose a um, multitude of different ways. But most of the, the ways that I use it is in the fact that I can link back to something I've said on a podcast. So if someone says to me, oh, you know, you're brand new to this, I can say, oh, you can find a podcast with me in 2015. Or why do you push books? And I'm like, well, I wrote my first book in 2016. And, you know, yeah. and there's a podcast about selling 55,000 copies of my first book without anything but a podcast. So I think that's that makes a massive difference, that kind of show and tell. And that's what podcasting does. Got it. And like, uh, would you like to tell something like, how did you get started with your entrepreneurship journey and what are your recent successes, you know? Um, uh, good question. So, uh, yeah, five years old. I The circus came to my town. I found out that we were dirt poor. We couldn't afford to go to a circus. And I thought, why can't we go to a circus? And they were like, well, we don't have the money. And no one who we live, no one near where we live has money. So the circus won't come to our town. And I went door to door. Um, I'd seen the church do it. And they'd say, you know, pay what you can afford. 
and my grandparents would always give money to nuns and, and different people at the door. So I went and knocked on the door and said, do you want to go to the circus? Pay what you can afford. And people gave me money. And then I went and I bought a whole bunch of sweets and I piled them up and I ate them as fast as I could. So no one could get their money back. And my grandmother said, where'd you get all this money from? And I said, oh, all the people in the block where we live, they've all given me money for the circus. And she said, well, how are you going to put on a circus? And I went, what do you mean? I'm not going to put on a circus. And she went, no. Number one, you sell the idea. Number two, you execute on the idea. And I put on a circus. I got the kids to play elephants and clowns. And we did stuff. And the parents all came and watched their kids. And it ended up as a fun day. And we did little sandwiches and juice. But that that started me off. From then, I did um, a company called OPM, Other People's Money, where I did printed promotional T-shirts. I see you wearing a printed promotional T-shirt right now. For those people listening, go to YouTube, get to see you wearing a T-shirt with a printed promotional on it. For yeah. those that want to start out in business, there is no better business to learn than printed promotional clothing you yeah. buy a t-shirt for a pound you put a print on for 50p and you sell it for 10 pounds you make eight pounds <laughs> 50 you get the yeah. money up front so you got nothing to lose you just need a business card and a website and at the time i didn't even have a website i just had a business card i got a massive company uh, much like tesco's in the uk but in south africa where i'm from it's called Shoprite checkers and i got these red t-shirts with yellow smiley faces and 190,000 of them and i was a millionaire in days. I didn't read the small print, however, which meant you only got paid 190 days after delivery, not after order. It took 30 days to make that many t-shirts. So I was getting paid 210 days late. And I didn't have the money to keep my business running uh, with ads because I'm from poverty. So I loaned money from a loan shark. Back then again, I didn't know where you got money from. I didn't understand investments and venture capitalists and banks and loans. Um, and then I pretty much got sold out of my own business. My second business was a swimming school in Southeast Asia called Bangkok Swimming School. We taught 110 kids a day how to swim. And then I sold that business and I pretty much retired for a short period of time before moving to the UK, taking on a job in gym membership because I loved it. And I wanted to learn how to sell. And gym membership is just lots of sales all the time, every single day, 10, 20, uh -huh. 30 sales. Yeah. Uh, we ended up selling the biggest pre-sale in the history I was told at the time, our home's place. And that gym ended up selling to Virgin Active where I stayed on as a consultant. And then a friend of mine got into events and said, you would do incredibly well in events. You should just come to events, sell events. I think you could do well. So I went and I worked for an event company and a VC firm where we bought buildings and we turned them into clubs and restaurants and night and event spaces. And I did that for two years. And then I started my own company and my own space um, called uh, the Penthouse Number One Esther Square. It was already owned by someone else, but I got to come in and work with them, which was amazing. And then build my company on the back of that called Corporate Event Management. And then I, I, I did that for about five years. I launched beauty pageants from that. I launched um, different types of events. We specialized in premieres. Batman, Avatar, Sex in the City, um, Iron Man, we did the first Iron Man for Marvel. And that was incredible. And I loved it. But I got sick. And I got told I couldn't stay in the events world. It was too stressful. So I started a podcast about changing careers. And that's how I got into podcasting. And since then, in fairness, I, I, I you know, built a podcast, sold a podcast, which was mad. My headline sponsor said, I want to buy the whole show. Sold another podcast, got another headline sponsor. He bought that show. So that was incredible. We used that to um, run a seed round for a tech firm, raised 2.1 million US dollars, which again, I look back now and I just think it's absolutely mental. And then uh, got started getting asked to do talks and write books about what I had done and, and pretty much stopped everything to do that for the last three years. Um, and then started a company called a podcast company just to help others start podcasts because it's the easiest, it's the freest, it's the most, it's the only opportunity you have to win. 
you know, YouTube has, uh, I think it's 22 algorithmic factors once you can win. It's very difficult to win. You can only control three, right? Smash that subscriber button, which if you're watching right now, smash that subscriber yeah. button. Click that notification so you don't miss a single video coming up and make sure to comment. Well, that's the only three things you can control. If the Americans aren't watching, YouTube will take points off you. If you're not getting a certain amount of viewership, in other words, over five minutes, YouTube will take off points from you. So they're not pushing you to a promotion audience. Um, Instagram has 11 algorithmic factors. So that's mad. TikTok, I went to breakfast with them. They won't even tell you what their algorithmic factors are. They use something called uh, response reward programming, which they just drop reward on you, suddenly make you viral, which suddenly makes you want to do more of it. But then they don't do that. They don't tell you how to do that. Podcast, there's only three. There's literally three. Did they subscribe? Did they give you five stars? And did they leave a comment? If you can yeah. get those three things, you will get a better response on podcasts. So I started helping people start podcasts about three years ago. And that company has been doing incredibly well. And off the back of that, I've been writing books and doing talks and traveling the world as a digital nomad, which is what I'm doing now. Awesome. Got it. So like, um, so you already said like much about the podcast. So what do, what do you say like if someone is getting into the podcast just right now, being as a beginner or someone is just getting started with a podcast, what kind of quick tips you must be having? I mean, there's, there's lots. So the first is to realize that it's still very, very new. People will talk to you about how many podcasts are out there. None of that's real. If you go to my LinkedIn, for example, today, I put up a breaking news article, which showed there were only 155,000 podcasts, 155,000. That is nothing. There are 3.1 billion websites. There are 57 million YouTube channels. Yeah. Like, if you think about your chances of winning, you've got a great chance of winning at a podcast. So start a podcast. That's number one. Number two, realize that podcasting should be done in seasons. Don't just keep doing a podcast. You do a season. Every season, focus on a niche idea. Maybe one season's about building companies. The next season's about marketing companies. The next season's about scaling companies. The next season, by doing that, you become an expert in that space. You can leverage your guests. You can become a social expert. You can create entire monetization strands. I found tw over 28 ways to monetize a podcast. I found over 21 ways to promote a podcast. I and mean, I'm still finding ways, which is unbelievable because I, I thought I would have, by now, I would have exhausted every single way there is to make money from a podcast. That is not true. It just keeps coming up. Um, and that's something people don't think about. And then think about what does success look season by season. So if you say, okay, in season one, I need people to know that I exist. That's my whole thing. I don't want anything else to come out of 10 episodes, which is what makes up a season, plus a trailer. A trailer should be 30 seconds to one minute 30. And all I want is people to know who I am, right? So I'm going to aim at doing better than 50% of all podcasts. I'm going to find out what the number is of better than 50% of all podcasts. I'm going to get that number. And that's all I'm focusing on for my downloads. Boom, season one, you hit your metric. Great, I'm gonna do season two. This time I need those people that listen to my show to love me. I want them to comment. I want them to go to my LinkedIn. I want them to subscribe to my newsletter. That's power, right? Because that's a fan. A listener is anyone that listens, but a fan will move across the road to see you. A fan will go anywhere in the world to watch you in a concert, to see you in an event, to shake your hand, to sign your book. They will wear your t-shirt like you're doing and I'm doing. We're both wearing printed t-shirts. Like we're fans of that brand. Yeah. So that's a fan. They will pay to be a fan. You only need a thousand fans to make a six-figure salary from a podcast and people yeah. don't realize that that means they only have to spend a hundred quid that's it in their entire year with you so 10 quid a month that's why i sell 10 quid books and you will earn a six-figure salary and people don't realize that that opportunity is gigantic in fact as i said go to my linkedin it's jason allen scott um there's only one of me so it's very easy to find i've just put up the numbers you can't believe how small the podcasting space actually is of people that download one episode a week and if you're going to download one episode, which you should, 
do it on a Wednesday. So Monday, you promote who's coming on the show. Tuesday, you promote what you're going to be talking about. Wednesday, you go live. Thursday, you go, hey, this is what you missed. These were the best parts of the show. Jason talked about starting a circus at five. He mentioned how we both wore printed yeah. promotional t-shirts. You know, go and listen right now to find out. And on Friday, you go, here are some of the reviews from the show. Someone said, excellent. Someone said, great. Suddenly, we had more numbers. We had, and then people, and then if you're thinking you'd like to be on the show, please contact me. That's, that's your whole Friday. That's all you're doing. And then you start again the following week. And then from each one of these shows, you break it up into three audiograms, two quote cards, one blog, one mini blog. You put the mini blog on the front of your of your LinkedIn. You do the macro blog, the full blog, and you send that out as a newsletter because LinkedIn goes straight into the inbox. It doesn't go to spam, unlike a typical blog. And that is powerful because with that, you've got long-term format. You've got long content. You've got indoctrination over time. And that's powerful, especially in business when you, you're fighting for people's eyes and fighting for people's attention. Got it. Pretty good. Got it, got it, got it. So, so would you like, like, you, so you've been into entrepreneurship business from since the age of five, selling tickets out for the circus, getting into business, getting into events, so on and so forth. So, what do you think? What, like, what will be your future investment plans? Like, what are your future investment plans and so on? And in which industries you are thinking about it? Are you also thinking to get into Web3 as well? Yeah, so I have a, a part, another podcast called Not Another Crypto Show, uh, which funny enough, I sold back then. It was called Not Another Crypto Podcast. Um, and that became a tech company and it became a fintech company in Web3. Uh, because of that, the FCC uh, said we weren't allowed to have a podcast because we were shilling our own product. So that just shut down. And then um, recently I was allowed to relaunch it. So I relaunched it about six weeks ago. Uh, called Not Another Crypto Show. And it's all about Web3. It's all about who's behind it, who are doing what, what is happening, what are the opportunities. And for me, what I'm going to be focusing on going forward is what helps people the most. Right now, there is this, this incredible moment in history. You've got you know the silent resignations. You've got the great reset, people quitting their jobs and moving out of towns and cities to go live on islands and beaches. You've got um, the older generation, the boomers, finally leaving their companies, closing their companies down, have no idea what to do next. So there's this other tsunami heading forward towards. Then you've got automation and opportunities with Web3 and AI and augmented reality. And you've got virtual events. So you don't have to fly across the world anymore to see your favorite people. You can meet them in the metaverse. And yeah. all these opportunities are all coming together. So that's what I'm focused on. I'm focused on uh, a series of events in 2023 where we blend these things together. We provide people with opportunities to go to these events, to find out more, to learn how you fit in. Because right now it's very similar to what it was in 1998 when the internet was coming out. There was never more opportunities. And so many of us look back now and go, why didn't we jump in that pool while it yeah. was growing? Yeah. You know, now it's now it's too late. Well, let me tell you, podcasting, not too late. Starting into Web3, not too late. There's real magnificent opportunities. And unlike Web1 or Web2, in fact, very similar to Web1, if we actually look at exact history, uh -huh. um, Web3 is about sharing. It's about communities, yeah. just like it was in Web1. They're, they're sharing how they did it. They're putting out their white paper with every single step. They're sharing their roadmap. They, they're building in public. These are incredible moments. I mean, I have a, a Twitter and I suggest everyone who's listening to this and watching this currently on YouTube, open a Twitter account just to learn things. Give it a name and just go on there and follow a couple of people and just learn and ask questions. You won't look dumb. It's not even your real name or your real face on the Twitter, but you get to really in, envelop yourself into a community. And everyone's talking about it. the great thing about, you know, being a vegan or being in crypto or being in Web3 is you can't stop talking about it. You want to tell everyone 
that you are in the space and this is what's going on and it's the merge and it's this and this this one's dequan is now out for arrest and celsius went down and this has been destaked and so it's it's exciting and it's just a new language you yeah. have to learn and then you get to experience such a wonderful community got it got it pretty good so so like um when what do you want to say like just for all the people like how to run a successful podcast start from beginning to end you know okay um how do you run this podcast you realize that there is a formula that if you take enough time and listen to the top 10 podcasts of every single niche, and there's only 17 niches, so it's not even a lot of niches. It's not like going into a library and trying to find different categories for books. Um, there are, there's an exact formula it, it and it, it follows a formula of friends, the TV show. So if you've ever watched friends, friends is the perfect formula for a podcast. It starts off with what you're going to get, right? A, a comedy skit. They, they fall into each other. They, they set up what you're about to get. You immediately laugh. So you're in a mood. Wow, I actually quite like that. And then guess what happens? Music starts. And the music primes you for what you're about to get into. And you hear the clap. And you're like, oh my God, it's friends. And you get a bit excited. And you get to see the characters, right? So when you do a podcast, you have to have someone who says, our host today is Jason and Scott. And Jason's going to be talking to Rohit. And Rohit's going to be all about the following things. Make sure to stay tuned. It's only 27 minutes long. And at the end, hit subscribe and don't forget to review. Now, that's told me a whole bunch of things. It told me who you are why I should care, how long I have to sit and listen to you or walk and listen to you or use a gym and listen to you or drive and listen to you, which are the three biggest ways people listen to a podcast. Then we come straight in. The next big thing is audio. Your audio has to be clear. If someone's judging you just on what they hear, the hearing has to be great. The problem sometimes with filming YouTube when we do these podcasts is people focus so much on, you know, they're looking at themselves, they're checking themselves out. Is the camera moving? Is there breaks yeah. of things? Is my hands enough? They're not focusing on people who are just listening and missing out on certain opportunities. The next thing you got to think about is that there is a magic number to podcasts. The average commute time in America is 27 minutes. Your podcast should be nothing longer than 27 minutes. 15 to 27 has the highest conversion rates. Next, if you're going to do a podcast, don't start a podcast out of nothing. Think about it. How often do you just go onto Netflix or Amazon Prime and press play? You normally watch a trailer first. So build a trailer for your show. On that trailer should be one minute to one minute, 30 seconds. Tell them who you are, who you serve, why they should listen, who's yeah. coming up, yeah. and how long it's going to be and what day it's delivered. That's it. That's all it needs to be. So it's quick and it's sharp. You know, it's a simple format that if you listen to every trailer, they all have it. Have a trailer at the start of every season. We've talked about this before. Do seasons. A season is 10 episodes. Again, if we look at Netflix, they have 10 episode seasons. Why? Because they can look back at the end of a season and go, what worked and what didn't? Which shows hit and which shows didn't? It, what, is a monologue show really good where I just talk to the mic and the audience listens and I create beautiful, wonderful moments like this where you're just me and you and it's ASMR? Yeah. Or is it better that you and I are talking and different voices and different audio and laughing and talking back and, and I can look at the data and I can see that. I can see what downloads are better. Yeah. Also, as you get guests, send them an email like you did, you know, telling me that when my show is and what I need to know and what the show's about. That makes me feel confident if I'm new to podcasting or if I'm scared of a microphone. Next, get a microphone and a headset. Because, for example, you right now, I can hear you, but maybe when this goes to um, Apple or Spotify or Google Music, it doesn't come out sounding as clear. So you want yourself a good microphone. If you look over here, you'll see I have a very good yeah. microphone and then a good headset. Very simple. I can hear you clearly. I, I hear myself. And I don't go um and ah, uh, but 
because my brain is picking up every single word I'm saying all the time. There's a complete loop from what I'm saying to what I'm hearing, yeah. what I'm saying to what I'm hearing. People forget that, which is why if you look at radio presenters, they always have a pair of cans on their head. These things are called cans. If you're watching, I'm pointing at the cans. If you're listening, that's the things on my head. So understanding that constantly, that you are in two formats, someone's watching you and someone's listening to you and playing out that makes a gigantic difference. The next thing is what's called the rule of Horace. And Horace says, in every story, it has to entertain first and educate second. A picture of a Lamborghini will get a million likes on Instagram. A story about how you got the Lamborghini will get 10 likes on Instagram. <laughs> because we first want to yeah. be entertained and then we want to be educated, right? So your show has to be a mixture of the two. So you did very well. You ask me some questions that gets me to start it. I now yeah. giving the education points. People can go and take it away. Every single show should have something that someone can take off their headset and go and do. They can go start a podcast. They can learn how to do outbound sales. They can learn how to go marketing. They can learn how to make a title for a click uh, for a, a blog or what an SEO is. They need to learn something. Why? A couple of reasons. One, because they add value to you the moment you've taught them how to do something. Two, they suddenly bump into Jeanette on the train or Karen and they say, Karen, oh my God, I just learned that if you put boiling water and salt onto a shirt, it'll take out blood stains. And they're like, where did you learn that? And they go, on this podcast. What's the podcast called? I'd like to listen to that. Word of mouth is the biggest way podcasts are found that people are not paying attention to. They're paying attention to advertising and marketing of their podcast. Yeah. And like I said, there are 21 ways to promote, but organic is your biggest growth indicator. And you just have to give something on every episode, every episode, give away something, give away value, give away entertainment, give away education, give away contacts to people that maybe they don't know how to get in front of or get a hold of. Um, tell them how easy it is to, to write a book, to find someone that's really interested, tell them how to make money out of something. There, there is an absolute pyramid to wealth when it comes to this kind of media. Um, and realize that the eyes are the most competitive space that we currently have. You're looking at me, you're looking at your phone, you're looking at someone walking past, yeah. the room's moving around, the eyes are darting, they're looking for predators. When you're in my ear, it's just you and me. There's no one else in there. And you're in my head and suddenly you're in my heart and I care about you because I hear your voice all the time. I was at London Bridge the other day, I was ordering a Starbucks, this woman gave me a Starbucks, it said Jason on it. And I was like, do I have to pay? And she went, no, it's free. And I went, why is it free? And she went, oh, I listen to your show every Wednesday. How cool is that? Like she just, she just thought I was a friend. She was buying a coffee for a friend. And I don't know, I don't know from a bar of soap, but she was like, oh yeah, because of you, I invested in XRP and it shot up and I took my money out before it dropped back down again. And I was like, oh, that's grand. Thanks. Um, so that's another powerful thing about this medium and realize that consistency is the next big power move. The longer you can do it, the more chance of success you will have. Like anything, if you can push away that deadline a little bit further, a little bit further, a little bit further, you have a better chance of being successful. Consistency is massive in this space. Got it. You also recommended like uh, in the podcast, we should be having seasons and you recommended like in each season, we should be having probably like 10 episodes. Why you are not tracking, like, can we be having more than 10 episodes, somewhere like 50 or 100 in season, seasons or so or not? No. So if you think about the two biggest media companies in the world, it's HBO and Netflix, even though people don't realize this. Okay. So HBO says, I have all this money. And I have an idea. I'm going to do a show with Rohit and Jason Ellen Scott. And I believe in them as uh, educators and entertainers. And I've got all this money. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to do 22 episodes. We're going to do a full arc. It's called The Hero's Journey. It's going to start off with who they are, then what they struggle with, then their intrinsic problems, then their extrinsic problems. And for those who don't know what intrinsic and intrinsic, intrinsic is like, what's my emotional problems? And extrinsic is what the world is forcing me down. It says, you live too far away to make a difference. You're too young. You're too this. You're gender bias. You're age bias. Like all these things. That's extrinsic, right? 
and it's building this big thing. And at the end of 22 episodes, HBO looks at it and goes, oh, it didn't work. We will never use them again. And that show is canceled. Netflix says, we've also got all this money. I don't know if the show is bad or if Jason's bad or if Rohit's bad or if the idea is bad. Or So let's just do 10 episodes and then look at the data. The data is our king. So we know that this show actually worked really well, but it didn't work on every episode. Episodes that were monologue didn't work. Episodes that focused purely on metrics didn't work. Episodes where they weren't laughing enough didn't work. There was no background. So let's do another season and let's change it. Let's focus only on the episodes that did really well. So what are those? Those are episodes with guests. Okay, so let's just do one season with just guests, 10 episodes. Also, in this time, let's add background music. Let's see if that works as an idea. Okay, that worked really well. Okay, what else can we add in the next season? So every season, you're trying something, and you've got 10 yeah. episodes to try it and get a result. You also want FOMO. You want someone to know that it has a beginning, a middle, and an end. And if they miss out, they miss out. Not that you're always on, because then I've got nothing to lose. If I miss you, I'll just get you next time. I'll get you next time. But if you explain in this season, so let's, let's use the guest list podcast. In this season, I'm going to explain every which way you can build a business, not grow a business, not continue a business, not scale a business, just start a business. Season one is about starting a business. Season two is about growing a business. Season three is about leads. Season four is about closing deals. If you miss an episode, you miss out on these building blocks to what I'm doing for you. This whole show is built around creating businesses for you. Yeah. That's magic for people because that gives them something to, to keep listening for, to get excited about, to build on. People love building. They love, you know, games. They want level one, level two, level three, boss level. So leveling that's what you've got to build like, your show with. That's right. Leveling up and keep like fixing the mistakes what we have did in season one, season two, and so on. Got it. Exactly. And the next thing you can learn again from Friends is if you think about the most popular episode of Friends. So I'm going to ask you, if you ever watch Friends? I just have watched one, two episodes just with one of my friends. Same as me. I only watched it to learn to learn all the stuff. Otherwise, I didn't know any. And if I asked you, you, you will not even believe that I have just watched Friends. You don't even know about the Web3 project. I'm sure I'm just launching with the next year. It's coming with Die Hard Friends. You know, I am launching the NFT project with 10,555 NFT friends are coming into the metaverse to bringing the forever bond into the metaverse. You know, so that's the big thing. But just took me from the friendship and just putting into this. It was just a, like uh, inspiration from my friendship as well. I just get into this and launch this then. That's amazing. Well, there we go. So that, that shows the power of friends. Yeah. Um, so the Friends TV show, if someone says like, what's the most popular episode, they'll go the one where Ross and Rachel break up, right? Ross and Rachel are on a break. If you were to Google that, the actual episode is called the one where Ross and Rachel are on a break. Why have they done that? It's easy to find. It's easy to be indexed. Easy to come up on Google. You're never going to forget it. So when you're doing episodes, same thing. Your podcast titles for each episode should answer a problem that I'm always going to be Googling. Yeah. So it's, this shouldn't be Rahit speaks to Jason Allen Scott because I'm not famous enough. People aren't going to be Googling my name, but it might be how to start a podcast, how to make money out of a podcast, what you can learn with podcasting and friends, what can you learn with HBO and Netflix and friends. And you just keep trying different titles on different channels all leading back to the same show. Never put an episode number on a podcast because Net, um, Amazon will push you down. Uh, Google will push you down. Uh, Spotify will push you down. They'll all take you like lower you down on promotion because it's a waste of their space. They want to see a perennial. Perennial means that you can look back at it forever. It'll, it'll always be there. A perennial title, preferably that solves a problem because all these platforms want you to solve problems, which causes people to stay on their platforms for longer. That's all they care about. And then when you do launch a podcast, drop three episodes the very first day. Don't drop one. And here's the maths. This is mathematics. If I love your first episode, like if I hear your first song on a record, 
I want to be able to listen to other music you've done. I don't just want to hear one episode. So I hear your first song, your trailer. I love it. I can't wait to hear episode one. Now, what do you get? You get two downloads, not yeah. one. So yeah. Apple goes, oh my God, he just doubled his downloads on his first <laughs> podcast. Well done. You must be brilliant. Suddenly Apple pays attention. You keep doing that. You double your numbers. You've got eight weeks on Apple to double, 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 and they will promote you for free on everyone else's show. And that again is so powerful. TikTok does not promote me on Facebook. Facebook doesn't promote me on you know LinkedIn. They're separate. Apple will promote you if you can show a double growth on, double growth on, double growth on. You can also start a, a phone tree, like really old school. On day one, you tell two friends to listen to your podcast. On day two, you tell four friends to listen to your podcast. On day three, you tell eight friends to listen to your podcast. Just have 50 people ready to go. Send them a link, tell them to listen. And again, you'll get massive promotion. You'll get massive numbers. Apple will be blown away. They'll start promoting you for free on other people's shows. Got it. I think it's just pretty much amazing. Oh, good. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> you know, it was pretty much amazing. That's all, Jason. I think I get, I guess like it's pretty much like we guys are done. Thanks for being on the show, sharing these bunch of insights. I think this will be hundred percent useful to the audience. And it was amazing to get started with this successful podcast, you know. Fantastic. Well, listen, good luck with the podcast. I love that you're doing it. It's fantastic. Promote yeah. it. Stick it on your website. Stick it on your email. I didn't see it on your email. Um, get it out there. Tell people about it. Make sure your titles are right. Put a bit of a music in the beginning. Put a bit of music in the end. <laughs> only have one call to action per season. So your first season, your only call to action should be subscribe, leave a comment, give me five stars. They can't give you four stars, three stars, two stars, or even one star because Apple will, again, downgrade you have to give you five stars and be like, I'll earn the five stars. Just give me five stars. And as far as YouTube, if you're watching this on YouTube, then definitely give this gentleman a notification bell, smash the subscribe and leave a comment. Even if it's one word, even if it's a letter, because YouTube will again help him out if he gets these three things right. Got it. Pretty amazing. Pretty amazing. That's all. <laughs> Alrighty. Thank you so much for having me and have a wonderful time wherever you are. Thanks, Jason.